purpose, obedience, prayer. Girls, let's study the word, discover our purpose, remain in obedience, and fervently pray. Christian Girls Pop. Hey girl, welcome back to another episode of Christian Girls Pop. Thanks so much for tuning in. This week we are continuing with the topic of transformation. And the title of this week's podcast is Conform versus Transform. Conform versus Transform. If you followed us for any amount of time, you may have seen that last week we started a brand new topic for the month, and that is the topic of transformation. Last week we just introduced it, we talked about what it is, and as we continue on throughout the month, we will talk about the environment that we need for transformation, how to share our own story of transformation, and so on and so forth. But this week we're focusing on conforming versus transforming. Before we really get into it, let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for another opportunity to deliver your word. I pray that everything I say is exactly how you want me to say it. Nothing more, nothing less. I pray that we take the time to not only listen, but analyze our own lives and see where we are conforming to the world when we should be transforming for you. Help us to make a complete 180 turn and really walk in the path that you have for us, forsaking all else for your kingdom's sake. Help everyone that listens to this to not only listen and be hearers, but doers as well. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So, conform versus transform. Y'all know I love my definition, so let's break it on down and let's talk about the definition of conform. It is to comply with rules, standards, or laws. Another definition says to behave according to socially acceptable conventions or standards. And the third definition is to be similar in form or type or to agree. So you see this common denominator of agreeing, complying, submitting to, and none of those things are bad in itself. But when you're agreeing or conforming to the wrong things, that is where the issue lies. So if we're talking about conform versus transform, we have to refresh your mind on the definition of transform. One simple definition is to make a thorough or dramatic change in the form, appearance, or character of. So this is that big drastic change. If you've ever watched Transformers, you can watch a little car change to this huge, powerful thing. That's what everyone thinks about when you hear the word transform. So it's complete opposite. You can already see conformers kind of go with the flow just kind of lackadaisical, real chill, and transform is big, it's in your face, it's bold, it's loud, it's doing things, it's action-packed. So there's a big difference between the two, and this is why I wanted to emphasize the difference because a lot of us are on one side or the other, and we need to take time in our own lives to figure out which is which. The verse that I will be using for this week's Bible study is Romans chapter 12, verse 2. You may have even thought of the verse when I first introduce the podcast title but if not either way the verse is Romans 12 2 it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect so we'll be focusing on the first half of the verse which says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so first do not be conformed to this world. One thing we notice right off the bat. So let's break down this first. The first part says, do not be conformed to this world. 
right off the bat, you see that this is a command. It's not a suggestion. It's not just something to think about or consider. It's a command. The scripture could have easily been written, if you want to, don't conform to this world. Or, you know, I know it's not fun, but, you know, everyone's a winner. So if you want to, you can't. Nope, that's not what it says at all. Do not be conformed to this world. It's a simple command. Either we choose to follow it or we don't. And like I said earlier, we're on one side or the other. Either we're choosing to conform or we're choosing to transform. You can't really be, you can't do both. You can't agree with and choose to do all the things of this world yet think that you're going to be transformed for Christ. It doesn't work that way. I mentioned this in, in the last podcast, but we have to give God our whole hearts. We have to prepare ourselves for a transformation through surrender, which means we're laying it all down. We're allowing God to take over. And so we cannot keep conforming to the things of this world if we are going to really go for this transformation in Jesus Christ. It's one or the other. So what does it look like to not be conformed to this world? It means that you're not going with the crowd. You're choosing God over this culture. You're standing up for your faith or beliefs even if other things are more socially acceptable. And overall, you're just not looking like the world. So this is not saying that if you choose transformation or you choose God, that you have to join a cult or something like that and change everything about yourself. But my point is that you should be able to be identified as a Christian. There should be no guessing or assuming that, you know, if people are like, well, I think she's a believer. I I think she knows. Nope, that's not. That should not be our stance. We should be bold about it. Everyone should know. And that this doesn't mean that you're going around being a lunatic. This doesn't mean that you're going around yelling from the street corners or you know every time you walk into a building you announce yourself as a Christian. That's not what I mean at all. That's actually a little crazy. So please don't do that. What I am saying is that your life should show that you're a Christian. Your life should show that you are being transformed or you have been transformed through Jesus Christ. You were one thing and now you're something else. You were ratchet, now you're righteous. You know, like whatever the case is, it should be able to be seen in your life that there was a transformation that took place. So you're not looking like them. If everyone is out doing such and such, that doesn't mean you have to go and do it just because everyone is doing it. I know y'all had some mamas that said, well, if everybody else jumps off the bridge, are you going to jump off a bridge too? That was our perfect example for her saying, it's because I said so, you're not going to do it, the end of the story, right? That's that's what she was saying. But she also was encouraging you to not be the one that just gives in to everything or just goes with the flow just because, just because everyone else is doing it. The same thing applies here. I want to be that spiritual mama in a sense or that spiritual encourage in your life to let you know that you don't have to go with the flow you don't have to do what everyone else is doing there are other people that are choosing christ i know we're not as popular i know that we you look around and you may not find someone that's choosing christ you may not find someone that's reading their bible every morning but there are those people out there you're listening to one of them right now there's community and christian girls pop with other girls that are doing the same thing and it's simply to encourage you that you're not alone and so you don't have to get sucked into that a lot of times we end up conforming to the culture one because we're not spending time with god or we're not taking it seriously but also because we think that we're alone we think that we're the only ones doing such and such and so we just have to give in that's not the case that's not what god wants for you 
He wants you to be bold. He wants you to stand out. You may be outnumbered, but that doesn't mean that you're alone. There's a difference. So do not be conformed to this world. That's the first part of the verse. The second part says, but be transformed. Once again, it's not a suggestion. It's not something to think about. There's no ifs or maybes. It's a command. Once again, instead of one thing, you do the other. Instead of conforming, you transform. It says, do not be conformed, but be transformed. It's saying you have to replace those things. It, was, it wasn't an and or. It wasn't if you want to, you can do a little conforming and a little transforming. It's cut and dry, black and white. Do not be conformed, but be transformed. And I love that the Bible just puts that there. It lays it out for us. The Bible is, you may have heard it saying that the Bible is a great life manual. It is. It gives step-by-step -step instructions of what to do. It could have easily just said, don't be conformed to this world. Moving on. But instead, it gave you an alternative. It gave you an option of what to do instead of being conformed. And it even if you go to the rest of the verse, it even shows you how to be transformed. And we're going to get into that. So do not be conformed, but be transformed. And it says, by the renewal of your mind, or some versions may say, by the renewing of your mind. That is your how. You know, sometimes, have you ever heard someone give you a suggestion about something or tell you to do something but you have no idea how it's kind of frustrating right maybe you've gotten an assignment at your job and your boss just wants you to go and just do this big project and then just walks away no advice no recommendations no resources they just say hey go do this thing for me and then they just walk away and expect you to do it it makes it so much harder it makes it hard to understand what to do to stay focused on it if you're like me, if I don't know what to do, I get really stressed, really frustrated, really easily. And then I still just don't get the job done right because I'm all over the place. Right? That's exactly what the Bible could have done. God could have easily just put scripture to say, do not be conformed to this world. You figure the rest out. And he wouldn't have been wrong. He, he would have been right in saying, don't be conformed to this world. But he was so gracious enough to even give you an example of what to do now. He's saying, I want you to stop doing one thing, but let me tell you what to do next. He's not, in this case, he's, he wasn't just an because I said so kind of God. He wasn't a because I said so kind of God. And he said, I want you to do one thing, but I'm also going to tell you how to do the next thing. So your how is by the renewing of your mind. To renew is to reestablish or to make something new again. So this means that you're constantly shedding, changing, and allowing for growth and change. And the emphasis of this part is the renewing of your mind. So that shedding, that changing, that allowing for growth and change has to happen in the mind. Your mind is the source of everything. Your mind and the status of your mind, the mindset that you have changes everything. So this means that everything will begin with your mindset, with what you're thinking, with what you're processing, with what you're allowing. You may have had bad decisions, but you're allowing your mind to be renewed so that you can continue to change and make a better decision the next time. Renewing of your mind. 
So to read that whole verse in context, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so as you're renewing your mind, you test, you begin to choose what is good, what is something I should be doing, what is something I shouldn't be doing, what is good and acceptable and perfect in the eyes of God. Lord, what do you think about this? What do you feel about this? Should I? Should I not? As you transform, you begin to test the things of this world. You begin to test the situations around you, the people in your life. You begin to analyze your life, your people that you're surrounded by, your environments. You begin to analyze and assess those things and you see, do they fit in with the will of God? Is this good? Is this acceptable? Is this something that God wants me to be doing? This is how you continue to transform and this is how you continue to renew your mind. So the key parts that we're focusing on this week is conforming, transforming, and renewing. Renewing is what will help us along our transformation process. And one thing I want to bring up, don't think of transformation as something that are just for those that are coming to Christ or, you know, the quote-unquote new kids on the block or the newbies. Yes, they have plenty of work to do because they're just coming from a life of sin, but some of us are quote-unquote saved, sanctified, all that stuff, yet there are plenty of areas that we still need to surrender and allow God to transform in our lives. We all are in a process of transformation and we all have a journey, we all have a story, and we all are constantly shedding and changing and growing and allowing God to mature us. So don't just think of this as something for those people over there because once we begin to think that it applies to them and not us, that is automatically setting us up for failure, setting us up to be stagnant, and setting us up for us not to grow into the women that God has created and called us to be. So just remember that, keep that in mind, we all can be transformed in at least one area of our lives. So as we're talking about renewing and as we're talking about transformation, I could give a huge list of tips and tricks about renewing your mind, but the main most practical tip to renew your mind is to spend time with God daily. That sums it up. That's the big umbrella for all the little bitty things that you could do. It's summed up in spending time with God daily. In doing that, you focus on Jesus. You allow time for God to bring new things to your thoughts, new ideas, new visions, new areas in our life that we need to surrender. You allow God to show you yourself. You allow God to show you the next step. I'm a strong believer that starting the day with him is so important. Before you check your phone, before you Check your emails before you listen to your voicemails, before you get the day going, before you get your coffee, your sm- whatever, or however your s- routine is set up. Put him first. Another thing that helps as you're spending time with God daily is it helps you to forget the mistakes and quote-unquote failures of the day before. You remember those things. You can learn and grow from those things, but you can't change them. But what you can change is what you do in the next day and the next day after that. And God can help you with that through his grace. As you spend time with him, ask him to show you those new things. Ask him to show you what can you learn from yesterday. Where are areas in your life that need work? What are things that you can be doing to continue to transform? Do all of this as you spend time with him daily. When you're spending time with him daily, you're choosing him first. And when you choose God daily, everything else automatically falls into place. 
you choose to put him first and you will automatically begin and continue to transform, which is the goal to keep going, to keep changing, to keep transforming, to be the image and woman that he has created us to be. The issue is when we stop putting God first, if we're not putting him first, and that means we're putting something else first. And the thing that we're putting before him may not be a bad thing. It may be our marriage. It may be our kids. It may be our job, our career, our success. None of these things are bad things. But anything put before God, put in place of or put in priority before God becomes an idol. And that becomes a negative thing because now we put more attention to that than we do to God. And once we start putting attention to other things besides God, we no longer are transforming, but we are beginning to conform. That's where the issue lies. A lot of us have put God first at one point in our lives, but now we've gotten, quote unquote, too busy. We got too many things going for us. And now, instead of us surrendering our life to Christ and continuing to transform and to do all these things for God, now instead of that, now we're choosing to wake up and start doing this and start getting busy and start doing this. And now it's so much easier to just conform to the things of this world. When God isn't our priority, it's so easy for us to get entangled with sin and for sin to become more appealing than it used to be. And now the things of this world begin to wrap us up. They begin to entangle us. Now we once were on this journey of transformation. We once were ready to surrender our whole lives and we were kicking butt and we were, you know, really just changing and growing and reading our Bible and doing this and on fire for God. Now all of a sudden we begin to digress and now we're just conforming to the things of this world. Choosing God has to be our priority. Choosing God first, spending time with God has to be a priority in our lives. If you're planning to leave some things behind, to break some habits, if you're still working on like the freedom from last month, if you're trying to even go backwards of building your community or even going backwards in that and working on your image or your identity, all of those things that we have discussed in the last couple months are summed up in spending time with God. You spend time with God and he will begin to work on your life. Every single area will begin to be transformed. Every single thing that you surrender to God will come back bigger and better than you left it. When you choose God first, your friends asking you to do hood rat stuff, it won't seem so appealing anymore. You won't be so quick to text back the dumb boys that are saying, what you doing, stranger? What you doing, big head? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while because I'm working on myself and I'm transforming for God. Thank you very much. Black delete. Baby, you got to do what you got to do. You won't be the first to say yes to things you know you shouldn't do. You won't be the first to gossip. You won't be the first to slander someone. You won't be the first to be nosy and be all up in somebody's business because you're going to be too busy focused on yourself and focus on your priority of having that time with God. You got to choose God first. But it's up to us, honestly. We have the choice to stand out and be bold for Christ or to just go with the flow. God has not called us to be just like everyone else. He wants so much more for our lives. He wants us to be transformed and on fire for him. He wants people to know that there's something different about you. He wants to see that wherever you go, you shine his light. You radiate him. Christ didn't die on the cross for our sins just for us to be like the world. He's called us to stand out. He's called us to be the light. He's called us to be different. But it's up to us. We have to make the conscious effort to take 
a stand. We must allow ourselves to go through the process of transformation so that we can be exactly who God has called us to be. Not what the world expects us to be, not what the world assumes us to be, not what the world tries to make us to be, but what God has called us to be. It's time that we choose God over all else. Will you continue to be conformed to this world or will you be transformed by the power of Jesus Christ? The choice is yours. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. I'm so glad that you joined me. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to receive notifications of when the new episode drops. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. We do have a website, but it is currently under renovation. So whenever it's ready, we will let you guys know. If you have any questions or you want to chat, you can send any emails to christiangirlspop at gmail.com. We also have monthly Bible studies, and this month the Bible study will be on August 29th, and there will be two opportunities for you to join. There will be a session at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook and 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on Instagram. They both will be live sessions, so you'll be able to comment, join in, and I always tell my girls, you come comfy. I will be in a t-shirt and sweats. I love just chilling with you guys, reading the word, studying it together, and just having that community girl time. So make sure you go follow us on social media so that you can get notifications and reminders about those Bible studies. And last but not least, if you would like to donate, you can send anything to our PayPal account and the email is cgpopdonate at gmail.com, cgpopdonate at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in and as always, Jesus already loves you so much, don't you ever forget it.